Hi, I'm Robert Borton, CEO of Classical Conversations. Our most precious commodity is time. No one has ever lied on their deathbed wishing they had spent more time making money. They all wish they had spent more time creating a legacy. Our modern education system steals that legacy, steals that time from our children. That's why I'm passionate about homeschooling. That's why at Classical Conversations we want to give you more time to create that legacy, follow your passions, and glorify God. Visit classicalconversations.com for more information. By this time, you know who has won the uh, college championship game. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Which? <laughs> that, that was my intro. That was it. That was it. Hey, y'all. Welcome to Cross Politics on the Fight Laugh Feast Network. Pastor Toby Chalk Knox. I'm the water boy. It's good to be with you. And I know I already said this, but it's my, my wife's back home in the house again. You're going to say that from, all week long? But yeah. We got to Traveling. We missed your wife. And helping her sister. She's doing a good deed. But yeah. man, my wife left and yeah. it was just not fun. Well, Classical Conversations supports homeschooling parents by cultivating the love of learning through a Christian worldview in fellowship with other families. They provide a classical, Christ-centered curriculum, local like-minded communities across the United States and in several countries, and they train parents who are striving to be great classical Christian educators in the home. For more information and to get connected, please visit their website today at classicalconversations.com. Again, that's Classical Conversations. Dot com. We are very grateful to have with us back, back uh, after a It's been lo- like three years. Long, <laughs> <laughs> I think you may be right. Too long, but uh, celebrated yeah. journalist Jason Whitlock, host of the show Fearless, where he is daily protecting the realm of common sense and challenging the groupthink mandated by elites. As an award-winning journalist, he explores conversations at the crossroads of culture, faith, sports, and comedy. Jason, thanks for coming back on Cross Politics. No problem. It ain't really been three years, has it? I have no idea. I just uh, <laughs> it's been about it's been, it's been probably oh. a year and a half or something like that. You did like our that. conference a year before last year. Yeah. So. yeah. The conference the conference counted for a lot. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I was that was just a year ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Uh, yeah, 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 that was, that yeah. was 2022. 20, and, and you never sent me your limo bill. I'm just going to bring this up on the, on the, on the air right now. We never, <laughs> we never got to pay for your car ride. And, and it was a three hour ride. It was a long ride. And Jason <laughs> never sent me the receipt. I was like, I thought we were huh. friends. I Who thought we were friends. for that? I wonder. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's what Gabe is saying. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, you come to our conference, you pay for your own ride to our conference. That ain't right. How'd that ball state game go for you? though uh not well <laughs> we did not have a great season <laughs> well hey man we we got you on because you're kind of going off on this on this kick um about conservative calendars Christless conservatism uh and uh i i, I kind of watched a number of the, the the twitter storms kind of around you and of course we thought the, the conservative calendar was a joke um, you know, here, here we are. Conservatives think they're winning by by releasing a soft porn calendar that's going to go up in the auto body mechanic shop. You know, and, and conservatives think that's a win. You know, Riley Gaines thinks that's a win. You know, um, so wanted to kind of just take it off. You know, where are you at in this this Twitter fight, and, and why did you pick this fight? I, I don't know. I wasn't trying to pick a fight. I was just trying to open people's eyes to what's really going on. And so I wouldn't, and I got no problem with however you want to define I wouldn't call it soft porn. I would just call it a calendar of lust. Uh, 
mm-hmm. and conservatives think lust is good. And if we just model the proper type of lust, everything will be normal and will be good and we'll make progress. And I, I don't believe that. I, I believe lust is a sin and we should try to avoid it. And there is no proper way to model lust. Uh, yet lust is a natural instinctive weakness or flaw that we have no different. You know, it's just like, Hey, let, let me properly model how to overeat. Uh, <laughs> you know, it just can't be done. And so, Part of what my contention was is like, I think that is typical behavior from conservatives that we should expect. And, and it's just not Christian behavior. Yeah. And, and people need to recognize that there is a wide, wide disconnect between being a conservative and being a Christian. And, you know, they give you a political identity, whether conservative or liberal. Mm-hmm. We've adopted that in the culture so that it just legalizes sin. Mm-hmm. When, when you only uh, adopt a Christian identity, you know, it locks you in to a lot of behaviors and just a lot a standard right. uh, that's consistent with the Bible. But if if you're a conservative, you're free to do whatever you want. I mean, as far as we know, O.J. Simpson was a conservative, uh, and you know you can do whatever you want. Yeah. Uh, you know, Charles Manson may be a conservative for all we know, uh, and so that I've just I've, it's one of the reasons I've never voted, even though most of my not voting was just kind of an instinctive thing. I didn't understand fully why I didn't vote. Uh, I just, I just don't like politics and I don't want a political identity. And, and, you know, now that I've really matured and figured out the flaws of a lot of my ways, Mm -hmm. you know, I just want a Christian identity because I need that identity, uh, to combat my sinful nature. Jason, why do do you think it's, it's funny to me that they did this calendar thinking it was a good idea. And of course we don't know all their intentions in it all, but why do you, why do you think like conservative chicks are trying to run this play? Because conservatives, again, are no different than liberals. They want to legalize sin and, uh, you know, want to give in to pleasure. And look, Riley Gaines is a young woman who's attractive and she wants to show that off. And she thinks there's a level of appropriate lust. uh, and, And she does, and again, she, she doesn't fully understand it. It's not her fault. She's young and it's up to older people like myself and people that are further along in their Christian journey to explain to, to them that like, uh, heterosexual lust is the slippery slope. You, you don't get to men competing against women in swimming without first heterosexual lust being centered everywhere in America. That's right. And so (laughs) that's what conservatives don't understand. And it's the job of Christians to say, hey, look, all these things that you're upset about, the root cause is actually the person in the mirror and the culture in the mirror 
that 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 you know thinks like well you know as long as it's heterosexual lust it's a good thing right. and that's how heterosexual lust ends up in every tv show every movie every commercial every song centers heterosexual lust and so you know if you really understand the way the world works and newton's law third law of every action there's an equal and opposite reaction we heterosexuals centered heterosexual lust and so we should not be sitting here shocked that the lgbtq and everybody else said, well, <laughs> yeah they've legalized lust now let's show off our lust <laughs> Right. The I same see. way they've been showing off their lust. And and so we're actually in control and, and set the standards and, and what's normal. And so, again, as much as it upsets me uh, the way the alphabet mafia has taken control of the culture, uh, we need to understand we gave them control of the culture. Right. They baited us mm-hmm. with, you know, sexual lust and and. Uh, sexual liberation, that's a tool for political control. You guys know, because I, I, I this weekend I watched an interview that uh, Doug Wilson did with uh, E. Michael Jones, yep. the, the Catholic guy. Yep. He, he wrote a book called uh, Libido Dominande or yes. whatever. Yes. And, and I watched Doug Wilson interview him and talk about it and, and talk about the history of how you know, this sexual promiscuity and liberation is a tool to pacify and control people. And, and we've fallen for that trap. That's right. Wow. What do you, what do you say to like, I know, this wow, is, this is, I know, I know, I know. Wow. I'm, I'm hogging He's the show. Because Jason doesn't respond to my text. Like he, he don't like you like you like me. It's okay. <laughs> so I got him on the line. Yeah. Uh, Jason, what do you, what do you say to like the, 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 the ladies out there are saying, well, you need to control your own lust and emotions. I'm wearing clothes, albeit, uh, a bikini and and that so your lustful response is your problem not ours Wally Gaines and everybody has to understand uh, yeah, just what I, that your promotion of lust starts the slippery slope to Bill Thomas swimming against you <laughs> Wiley <laughs> and so if you want if you don't want men swimming against you you're going to have to practice modesty. Yeah. And, and we, we have to reestablish a culture of modesty. Riley Gaines is married. You know, you know her husband should Damn. have an attraction to her, and, and she should leave it at that. She's going to have to sacrifice, you know, her worldly desires to have every man find her attractive. Mm-hmm. She's found the one man that, you know, make sure he's attracted to you or maintain that. But Jason Whitlock and everybody else, I don't need to look at pictures of Riley Gaines in a bikini or whatever. Uh, you know, she's not helping me. She's not helping herself. And she's legalizing the behavior of the alphabet mafia who she's upset with. Yeah, I mean... I don't know her husband, but I will say this about most men who are comfortable with their wives being looked at by other men like that. They've already been like they, they're so passive. They've already in the cuck position. 
which means they can't be bold to protect their wives yeah. or the other women around them right. when they're saying, I'm fine with something that's mine and that's supposed to be meant for me to love and enjoy and precious. That's just for these eyes to be looked at by other men. And I'm excited when other men look, especially other conservative dads, look at my, <laughs> look at my wife's body. Like, Ooh, I like that. It's just worse and worse. And the so more you describe it. Yeah. <laughs> but Please saying, stop Knox. But the kind of man that we want that are going to fight the, the culture of sin, they're going to have to be, and this is what you're saying, Jason, in a lot of ways too. This is, this immorality has to be faced by morality. That's whole and total, not just partial, you know? Um, and so, yeah, that's, that, that's hard to think about. Jason, I want to talk to you a little bit about 2024. You did a show beginning of the year. I recommend everybody goes and watches it. It's, it's the way to start off your 2024. I want to talk about how are you thinking about 2024? What's your focus for 2024? Last year, you and were, when are you coming to Idaho? Uh, I'm, I'm working on that. I'm working on that. He don't uh, know. Uh, he don't I'm, know. I'm Idaho. Yeah. Uh, I, I can get you a private interview with Doug. Um, but you know, 2023, you were trying to tell men you need to be courageous, um, and you need to be courageous and not let your imperfections take control of when you're being courageous. So be courageous, even though you're imperfect, and that's okay. And repent of your sin where you can. But this year, you have a different turn. And what are you thinking about for 2024? I, I want to promote that growth is connected to sacrifice and and that w- what we have abandoned as men is our willingness to sacrifice. And as long as we're unwilling to sacrifice, we're going to continue to lose ground in this culture war or battle, and we're going to lose ground in protecting young people and your kids because you're not willing to make any sacrifices. And, and so we're not focused, you know, they've gratitude has been basically illegalized in American <laughs> culture. Everything's about entitlement. Yeah. And again, it speaks to uh, just how far we've moving away from a biblical worldview and a culture that reflects uh, a Christian worldview in any way. Because the entire Bible, when you're done with the Bible, first thing you should do is drop to your knees and say, oh, my God, thank you so much. Oh, God, I'm so undeserving. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. I got so much gratitude. Oh, my God. And instead, we now have a culture where it's like, man, I am old something. Do you know what happened to people 100 years ago, Mm. 50 years ago? Do you know what we taught? I'm old something. And, and, and it's like, hold on. First of all, once you accept that Jesus Christ made this incredible, unprecedented sacrifice for you, sacrifice, that's the book, the Bible is a book about sacrifice. Mm. And, uh, once you recognize that, then your whole worldview changes and you start recognizing like, man, these people before me made incredible sacrifices so that we can enjoy freedom of religion, freedom of thought, freedom of speech, uh, you know, control of our destiny. Like the founding fathers, no matter how flawed they were, like, wow, look at the sacrifices they made. The, the people that fought to end slavery to the point of sacrificing their lives. Wow, what incredible sacrifices they made. And and we've lost the gratitude for that, and we've lost the willingness to make any type of sacrifice 
to protect the freedoms, the rights, the way of life, a, a biblical worldview. We're, we're not willing to sacrifice anything. And that's like w- when I see someone like Gabe get arrested uh, for standing on some biblical principles, I'm like, oh, man, there's a dude willing to sacrifice. Uh, and, I, you know, I, I see others putting up with uh, smears to their reputation mm. and incredible attacks. And again, I, I don't think Elon Musk is any type of Christian as far as I know, yeah. Yeah. but I do respect the fact that, like, oh, man, Look at the arrows he's taking yeah. in order to protect free speech. And, 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 you know, he's putting his life and business on the line. And so many men are unwilling to risk anything in protection of their kids, in protection of a culture that protects their kids, their family, and a way of life. We're not willing to do anything. You know, there was, like, oh, my God, I, I better keep my mouth shut, you know, Someone may say something about me at work, or I may have to go out and create my own business because this work environment in corporate America doesn't work for me. I'm not even willing to move into a 2,500-square-foot house Mm. so that I don't have the financial demands from this 5,000-square-foot house uh, so that I can Mm. stand on my beliefs. I have to compromise. And, And, again, we're not... Just think people lost their lives for us to have these freedoms. And and we think, man, unless my wife and my three kids, unless we're in a 5,000 square foot house, we're not happy. We're not. And so the wife has a job. The husband has a job so that we can have 5,000 square feet. Now, our kids are more vulnerable. I've got to turn them over to these public school teachers mm-hmm. and, yep. and, and to the world rather than let me, because, again, take someone like me. I, my senior year of high school, me and my dad shared a 400-square-foot, one-bedroom apartment. Mm. And, and believe it or not, I was happy. Now, did I want to live in something bigger? Yes. But did it ruin my senior year of high school? Absolutely not. <laughs> I, my memories of my childhood are tremendous. And, and so I'm looking at people that like grew up in 2000 square foot or 1500 square foot houses or apartments that now think, well, the only way my kids can be happy and successful is if I provide them 5,000 square feet. And if that means my wife has to go sit in a corporate cubicle yep. and my, and my kid has to be taught by some lesbian woman or gay dude. Well, mm-hmm. that's what I'll do. Yeah. Man, man. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, I, I I gotta read this. I gotta read this ad, and then and then I I wanna I wanna jump into that. You guys are aware that we have a new app, right? If not, you should download it right now. Head on over to your favorite app store. Type in the word Cross Politic or Fight Laugh Feast or Pub TV. Pub TV is the name of the new app. Once you find the app, you may need to update your app, or you, if you have a Droid phone, you may get need an to, Apple. Maybe to delete your own, your current FLF app, and then re-download it. Once downloaded, you'll be able to, re- to view and listen all our content right on your mobile device. As always, if you'd like to sign up for a Pub membership, you can head on over to FightLaughFeast.com. Go to FightLaughFeast.com, and that will. There's a whole bunch of free content on the app, but the membership unlocks a whole bunch more 
content, and thanks to all of you uh, for your support. Do, do you go next? No, no, you, I, go is, ahead. Is, is you, my turn? You, Gabe you, got three. Gabe got three. You got one. I got I some more. And, and I, I he, got, he, took, he answered mine the longest. I ain't going to lie. So I got a lot of time. It's, it's good. So um, you're, you're absolutely hitting um, the area. The question I was going to push on was just sort of um, for, for those who are um, just, you know, going to work. Maybe, maybe there's even guys that are already like, you know, they already um, uh, have a smaller house. They are, they already took some, um, you know, some pay cut. Uh, they're, they're, they're trying to, they're trying to do what you're saying. They're trying to sacrifice. And, but they look around and like, it, it's like, it looks dark. I mean, you know, they're, they're not, they're not getting anything. I think you said growth through sacrifice. Yeah. Um, what's the goal? So let, let's talk to the guy who says, I'm in, I'm making the sacrifice. I'm, you know, we're homeschooling. We got our kids in a private school. I'm working extra hours. I'm trying to get the overtime um, because I believe in the sacrifice, but man, it's hard and I'm getting tired. It doesn't look like we're making any progress. The alphabet mafia, they're winning. Um, you know, what do you, what do you say to that guy, Jason? Trust the process. And, and again, as a Christian, you're on a faith mission. And so don't try to understand things that are not meant to be understood. That That's faith. And, and, and so to just take one of the big mistakes I've made in my life, uh, quirk in my personality, it's like I got to understand everything before I can sign off and do anything. And, and that was a mentality I had when I was – not walking my Christian journey because I, I didn't understand the whole process of faith. And so you guys are married and, and you know, there's probably no bigger leap of faith than marriage. Mm. And that without faith, without trust, and just without, you know, when it comes to your wife, there's things you'll probably never understand, but you just trust in the Lord and trust, hey, this is what I'm supposed to do. He made a help me for me. I don't have to understand everything. Yeah. And so that that's part of being a good Christian, and there's incredible rewards. Trust the process. And so these sacrifices you're making for your kids, it's no different than the, the people that say, well, I'm going to go out here in this civil war. and Good chance I'm going to die. But it's what I need to do for salvation and for to be right with God. And I think it's going to work out for future generations if I make this sacrifice. Oof. And and I would argue it did. It worked out, and God is well pleased with them. And uh, it's like, man, yeah, you guys read the Bible. <laughs> you, you saw what my only begotten son did, and you tried to mimic it. Hats off to you guys. And so the, the sacrifices you're making for your kids, and even though it feels like uh, the alphabet mafia is winning and you're not making any progress, you actually are. And it's no different than a weight loss journey when you hit a plateau, but you're still exercising and eating right, and there are things going on inside your body that are going to pay off majorly mm -hmm. down the road. And so it, it's just no different than that. You ha Again, this is why being a Christian is so important, because it makes you lean into faith, and it makes you uh, uh, understand there will be things that you don't understand, and there will be things going on that you don't visually see, 
but you know they're true because the Bible told you so. Right. And, and so when, when you yeah. start honoring your wife, when you start making sacrifices for your kids, you got, well, the Bible said this is what I need to do and that there would be great rewards for this. You got to actually believe it. Yeah, that's good. <sighs> You got, you, you got, you got a moment. Yeah, you got a moment. I, I, got, I got about two minutes. Okay. Left. All right. You know, do, so do I, one more. Uh, so Jason, I'm going to put you in the middle of a fight and I shouldn't do this, but I'm going to do it anyway. We, our last show, me and Gabe were arguing over voting of whether or not you should vote or not. And if, and, and Gabe is arguing. I mean, that wasn't quite the, he's already yeah. misrepresenting me. Oh, okay. <laughs> Whatever. So Jason, I've, I've, I've moved to the position now that. I'm going to take the position. I'm not interested in, in voting necessarily right now. I'm just not that interested in it. I don't think that's where the power is. I think we're getting tricked right now. And I think people are uh, assuming that if they voted, then they've done the sacrificial thing. What sacrifice? So I should grow from just voting. I, Gabe, your position. That's you, not my position. I don't think I that's mean, your position. But you, he, but, he making it worse. No, but Gabe, Gabe is kind of saying, like, listen, Christians are out here. They got to figure out who they're going to vote for. We got the caucuses running. We got uh, DeSantis. We have Trump, potentially. We have Biden and those guys. Man, okay, who should a Christian vote for? If you had to choose sides of where this, on where you're going to land right, on right, this. All right. All right. You gotta, you're going to have to close this out. So I got to go. Okay. I, but then, then you can go backstage. All right, and, and, get, and we'll have and, this. and get, with, okay. get okay. Jason's answer, and then and nice. Jason, I've got to run. I'm sorry, but but they're going to get your we answer. We have that backstage, and Jason. You, I, I'm going to listen to it later. Jason. Jason, hold on one second. All right, listen. If you're single, get married. If you're married, have you some kids? And if you have kids, go baptize them. Until tomorrow, love God with all your heart, soul, mind, and strength. Love your neighbor as yourself. But what a horrible tease. Go fight, yeah. <laughs> laugh, <laughs> and feast. This is Cross Pollen. My name is Jamie Piles. I joined Samaritan in December of 1996. We were homeschooling our kids, and we were already thinking outside the world's box, if you will. And I saw a little tiny classified ad about this new kind of idea I'd never heard of before. My first reaction was, that's the kind of thing that we would do, isn't it? And so I finally called the number, talked to them, and the more I asked them questions, the more I liked their answers.